0: special episode 30 something 35 36 of a brand new rebooted we the gamer cast it's hosted by WeThenerdy.com, the and it's special because we're doing a sony e3 2016 reactions podcast i'm joined by some of the best people on the internet seamus mullins how are you doing seamus awesome i'm doing very well thank you so much for having me on again man coming back for the repeat and then for <laughs> her 3 kaylee woomer
1: Woo-woo. Hello.
0: what is up nothing Nothing but oh, I mean, E3.
1: Super exciting stuff.
0: Talking about video games on the internet. I am super pumped, you guys. It's now, today is Wednesday by my account, Thursday by Seamus's. We've had a couple of days <laughs> since the Sony conference, and I'm actually glad that we're recording at this time rather than like right afterwards. We were scheduled to, and then I messed up a whole bunch of scheduling stuff. Um, but I've had yes, a Kane good sleep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No.
1: I'm taking
0: taking it for you, Kayla. It's all good. It's totally. I
1: have to. It's all right. I'll fall on that sleepy sword. It's. (laughs) I was so excited by the conference, but after it was over and all of the adrenaline (laughs) flooded from my body, I was out.
0: It's just one of those things. Like it's just on this high, high, high. It's like when you have like three espressos in a row, and you're like, "This is the great, amazing," and then you just like totally collapse. I thought it was a really good show. I'm curious as to what you guys think uh and right before we get into kind of the run of show I thought we would quickly go over some of our predictions and uh Seamus I'm sorry you weren't here the first time I don't know actually did you have anything before the show that kind of you were expecting that that did or didn't happen like you can we'll have to trust you on this you're gonna have to go by your honor but uh, you're a trustworthy guy did you have anything (laughs) that you expected that you got or didn't expect to happen
2: yeah, I did a couple predictions minutes just before the conference got started, um, and there was four main ones. One was a God of War set in sort of Norse mythology, so you sort of hit right. the nail on the head right there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that, that had been rumoured uh, pretty heavily years before this conference. Right. Um, a Spider-Man game, uh, but I thought it was going to be done by Sucker Punch Studios, and turns out it was done by Insomniac. Um Quantic Dreams new game. I was expecting to see gameplay for that, uh, which we sort of did, sort of. And my final one was that The Last Guardian will get a release date before November.
0: Oh, it's ah. a nice one. No kidding. I was actually thinking December, even when I was watching it happen. I was thinking December. But we'll jump into that kind of when we go um, through the runner show um we're just gonna really quickly go through our predictions score everything up because i like to know who is a winner and who is a loser <laughs> i was a big loser on the xbox episode so we'll just quickly run through yeah i know Ugh, it's terrible i did get one really good one right although i don't even know how excited i am to have been right about it <laughs> it's kind of a lame one now that i now that the conference is done uh, so Kaylee, your first one was, you guessed that the Neo would be announced uh, for a fall 2016 release in November, uh, 3 dollars for a base at, oh no, you actually even suggested there would be a VR bundle too. Yes, I did. You All just good. kept tacking on to this prediction, yeah. which I appreciate. <laughs> I was for, Like, so parts. like
1: I, I was just so anxious that I was going to get 25 minutes of this goddamn Meal. I'm like, and then they're gonna talk about this and I'm not gonna care, and then they're gonna talk about this and I'm not gonna care, and they're gonna talk about this and I'm gonna break something.
3: Like I'm
0: so happy. <laughs> happy to be wrong on that one. Steve Tilly was on the show with us. His first guess was actually that the last guardian was gonna be there and it would get a date, and he guessed fall. I'm gonna give it to him. I think that oh, yeah. that's right. Right? Like that's it's kind reasonable. Of a, yeah. Kind yeah. Of a Winter doesn't guess. start until December. That it isn't that weird especially for us and Seamus that makes no sense for you yeah (laughs) it's like it's winter for you now so yeah you're looking at all these like holiday or winter fall releases you're like that makes absolutely no sense (laughs) so that is hilarious what was my first guess let's see I don't think that I did nearly as good as you guys um Oh, God, I did not get this right at all. Um, this this isn't even close. So th- I said that this is actually becoming my The Last Guardian prediction, where I'm guessing this every single year. I guess that Sony would announce that we can finally change our PSN names.
3: <laughs> no. <laughs>
0: so I will continue to be awesome schlong. I have to own this for at least the foreseeable future, which is so fine. They actually... I, I love that name. Oh, God. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I don't know thir- why you would ever want to change it.
0: I'm going on 32 years old. It's just like, I, I feel like I'm going to be, because I'm going to game forever. I'll, I'll be 55 years old and I'll still be awesome schlong, even though it won't be awesome at 55 years old. <laughs> the schlong will be 50, anyway. <laughs> on, on this note, though, I kind of want to just ask you guys, um, they really stuck to games. They didn't really talk about um, like the PlayStation Network at all or any updates to firmware or anything like that. Like, yeah. You guys probably happy about that.
2: Yeah, like, it was very different to what Sony normally does, where they usually roll out a lot of developers, a lot of CEOs come out and talk about different things, like the PSN network, or new updates coming to the PS4 operating system, but they just didn't do any of that, they just, games, just games, 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 and it was it was really, really good to see, um, it was kind of crazy watching it and trying to keep up with everything that was happening, so it, it, was, it was a lot of fun, I really enjoyed it. Kaylee.
1: Oh, it was amazing. The, the worst part about, I don't know, I'm a gamer. Mm-hmm. I, I want everything to be quick. And so every time they would go on stage every other E3, and would be like, all right, now we're, we're going to talk about powers, and we're going to talk about the new upgrades, and we're going to talk about, uh, what, what was the, um, not PS Now, that
0: like three
1: oh, E3s ago when it was like the mobile games version.
0: Right. Yeah, no, they didn't do now, anything was, like that.
1: Yeah, it was always like, oh, God, or like Wonder Book.
0: Oh like, good lord.
1: For 20 minutes. <laughs> and I was waiting for that. Every time someone stepped out on stage, I was like, here we go. And it's gonna grind to a halt. And it just mm-hmm. did. It just never ground to a halt.
0: Yeah, especially with your next prediction. You just killed this one. Cause we remember we did this quite a ways out. I have to give everybody like a lot of kudos I'm on this. I'm so excited. Everybody to- else did like predictions like a week before. We're like, come on. Like, everything has either been leaked or whatever, or people are commenting on a lot of rumors. I think we did. The best prediction show on the internet. Kaylee killed this. You guess that Kojima would be on stage. Not only would they show his game, but that he would be on stage to do it. Wow.
1: So excited, yeah. No, what did you, What
0: were you reacting like when it was me. happening?
1: Okay, so... Um, they make a comment about you know um, creative and imaginative storytellers in video games and something something. This is the best one, and I'm like, oh, yes. And then the curtains open, and then you just see his little glasses, and I just like, screaming, oh, "I was right! Oh, I was right! Oh, I was right!" And his entire time speaking, I was just screaming.
0: It was it was quite the moment. He he kind of had like that like weird Tron kind of fake. Um, catwalk that was appearing block by block in front of him, and then he kind of walked too fast. I'm like, "Come on, man! Like, slow down!" It was like such a good visual, and then so they re- they they revealed this game, Seamus, What did you think of the the
2: whole reveal afterwards? Um, well, when it was first happening, it was uh, I think myself and everyone included was sort of just blown away. But then reflecting afterwards, I was like, "What was that? What did I just watch?" <laughs>
0: And Kaylee, are you excited? Like, was That's kind of my reaction, too. Like, what is this game? Or are you just kind of like, I don't even care. This looks amazing. I will play whatever this guy makes.
1: It was, it was awesome because I was talking to my mom about it, trying to, like, well, I was, you know, bragging about my amazing prediction skills and trying to explain how I'm clearly psychic. And I'm like, okay, so Kojima <laughs> makes Metal Gear Solid. Have you heard of that? No, of course you haven't. Well, he worked for Konami. <laughs> they made a Contra... Castlevania you hear those no god damn it well anyways it's really cool and it's really important and I'm awesome okay
0: (laughs) it was very impressive especially because I didn't even after I I, I listened to you say it and then everybody else seemed to just copy you on every other prediction show that I that I listened to it seemed (laughs) like a no-brainer afterwards but when you said it I'm like man I wasn't even I wasn't even thinking that so huge kudos there Steve Guest on his second one that he had there would be a like a room scale vr and it would be a for like a ground a game that was built from the ground up and we didn't really get that it was all sort of like iterations of other games or like versions of other things um it's
1: so weird yeah last year's e3 the way that they had those screens wrap around like a headset that prediction would have made so much sense then this year the curtain rises and i'm like this doesn't have side screens at all how are they gonna do vr mm-hmm. i did think it was cool when there was that um when uh detroit had the different like tiles behind the screen and on the stage so it was like all these different screens were open simultaneously yes it was cool but it definitely did not have this setup of that like like last year just looked like they were gonna show vr games it's so strange that this year they did because last year it literally looked like you were sitting in a giant vr headset
0: yeah it seems like they're they're choosing a different way to communicate like what that experience is going to be they're getting a lot of people to put the headset on and then tell their fans and everything like that so that's probably going to work out better for them in the long run i did like how um xbox actually did it during their minecraft thing which i thought was kind of funny that kind of funny uh yeah yeah well no they did they did a minecraft vr they they did a
1: Oh, I was thinking last there
0: week. this year, yeah. So it was, it was interesting that, that they really did a, a nice way of showing VR this year. Uh, moving on to my failures, my second <laughs> prediction, just again, I, I should probably mention one more time, this was a month out. I believe we made this prediction before we learned that the game was going to be delayed. Uh, but no, I guess that No Man's Sky VR was going to be announced. I, yeah, really, thought, it was delayed, yep. yeah, I really thought VR was going to be a big part of this, so we'll get to that in a second. But uh, no no man's sky at all so a big fat zero for me again <laughs> this is just there's a theme here guys there's it's it's awful
1: and um steven loses by default because he's not here so just throwing that out there
0: that's true i mean he's <laughs> he's winning in his own way because he's actually there so he oh man yeah. i'm just so jealous oh, wow, lucky yeah. yeah he actually gets paid to do this so i guess he's sort of a big deal <laughs> kaylee do you remember your third prediction
1: Um, my third prediction read in its entirety, (laughs) Vita, fuck you, (laughs) no really, (laughs) fuck you, and I'd like to say I got that 100% accurate?
0: Yep. Yes. I'm tracking things as we go along here, I haven't, I actually don't really know the outcome, although I can see where things are going here, um. I'm just kind of adding one or a zero whether or not we're getting these points. And because you actually said like zero mentions of the word Vita, I wrote down zero. I put that in correctly. Seamus, <laughs> were you expecting anything Vita? Or is this kind of like what what you were thinking?
2: Um, Yeah, it's it's really sad, but I wasn't expecting to see anything from the Vita. They have said they've pretty much stopped first party support for it. So all we're going to see is third party support in regards to more indie games, and stuff like that, which has been really good. But yeah i wasn't i wasn't expecting to see anything
0: i think it speaks mostly to well one thing is the vr portion of it but really like the ps4 has hit its stride now where it's just nothing but huge games even the fact that like we mentioned there's really no indie like montage like there was really no filler here it was all giant game after giant game Mm. um which doesn't leave a whole lot of room for vita so kaylee gets that one right very impressive what was steve's oh he gets red red dead redemption 2 which i was hearing a lot of people say
1: yeah a lot of people wanted that
0: yeah didn't happen
1: to conventions that was always weird to me but whatever
0: that's fine they can they can just do their own thing right do you have in front of you your fourth prediction
1: yes so my fourth prediction, killing it would be that (laughs) if Warfare would be shown they would have way too much time dedicated to it (laughs) and that they would show some of the remastered gameplay so I don't think they should have spent way too much time on it, but that's only because they tricked me into not knowing I was watching a Call of Duty uh, walkthrough mm-hmm. until the very end. Yeah. Had I known it was Call of Duty and would have just tuned out, like, out right away, I'd have been like, oh my god, this isn't ending. But they fucking tricked me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> they actually tricked me as well, because like, when the gameplay demo started up, I was like, well, is this? Is this like a new sci-fi IP or something? And it like kept going. I was like, I still don't know. And like a minute in, I was like, ah, oh, it's COD.
0: <laughs> totally. Like as soon as they started aiming down the sights, I'm like, oh yeah. And it's like the yeah. same like sound effects that they've been using since the very beginning. And, and uh, I also have it ruined for me as well because I have like my Twitter notifications set like absolutely crazy for some people and like they're who are actually there at the conference so they they're quite far ahead versus the stream that i'm watching so people are like kind of giving that heads up this is call of duty and i'm like oh i didn't i didn't get like the same like that moment The same thing happened when when they announced zelda i was oh. watching the video on my phone and then i get a notification like 30 seconds before the actual title comes up and i'm like oh i didn't get that moment but then the Nonetheless, moving on to more of my failures. I didn't keep a timer, but I actually don't think that it was really even close. I guess twenty minutes plus on VR system and games. Okay. I don't even think we hit ten, and I was like counting everything from the Batman and all like the, the Final Fantasy. Like, I think if I really, really wanted to, I might get up to ten or twelve, but not, not there. Not as much VR as we'd expect. No, not really. So another zero for me. That's okay. I I don't really have any... Although I would have a big ego about this if I was, like, killing it. Uh, I'd be like, whatever, this thing's stupid. Now that I'm losing. I'll just let Kaylee keep running away with this. Yes! Last prediction, Kaylee. Keep it going.
1: My last prediction was that Horizon Zero Dawn would be a marquee title, and there would be 10 minutes plus of screen time. Now, they didn't really spend 10 minutes plus on anything, and I didn't time this, but... Did spend a lot of time on it, so I'm gonna give myself at least half
0: credit. It, uh, yeah, I was gonna <laughs> give you actually 0. 0.75. You said it was, oh. it also again, we did this very far out, like a month out. So I think since then it had been dated. I'm gonna still give you that because I think they said it was gonna be delayed until February, and then we actually got a real date at the show. So, yeah, what's lots up? of partial points there.
1: That's how I play.
0: I like it. <laughs> <laughs> you play to win the game uh i feel like i've skipped have i been skipping steve's oh his fourth prediction was really weird he said there's gonna be weird shit so
2: yeah no it's he probably that he, know,
1: he was, was there and that was some weird <laughs> shit that's
2: that's that's true that's true actually <laughs> okay we'll give it to he's
0: him,
3: not here to defend him. <laughs>
0: I would love to, like, give him all of these points so that it looks like he's going to win, but because he's not here, he just gets, like, he loses by default. <laughs> like, yeah, it was yours to win, but all you got to <laughs> do is show up and claim your participation badge and win. Um, oh, man, where am I? I'm all over the place here. So my, my last one. Oh yeah, so Steve didn't have a final one. He only came with four, which is fine because he knew he wasn't coming for this one. My final prediction... Was quite controversial. I had a lot of people telling me I was stupid for this. This is why I'm very happy. Only because I like being right about stuff. No release date for the or price for the PS Neo. Um, and really the, re- the reason that I said that at the time. Was because I think they needed to focus on VR. So. Which is kind of where a lot of my other predictions landed. So I only got one point out of this whole this whole thing. Kaylee you just destroyed me. Yes. Uh, let's see. Out of You had five predictions. You got points on four out of the five of them.
1: Yeah, I definitely bombed my first one, but the rest of them.
0: 3.75, a very impressive score to my one and to Steve's two points. And he only got that second point because of the weird shit. (laughs) Uh, Because of the weird shit. We'll we'll give it to him. So that's that's our recap on it. I didn't want to spend a whole, like, too much time on it. I I mostly wanted to get you guys on the show and kind of just... Go this would have be been a, a three-part
1: three. podcast if he had won the predictions, just saying.
0: If I did, yeah, totally. I'm like, I kind of got, like, we just spent a lot of time of me losing Xbox, so I learned from that. I slept on it, I've reflected on it, so if I'm losing, uh-uh. If I'm winning, then yeah, this will be a this will be a week-long thing. Every prediction will just have, like, an hour-long talk about it. Okay, moving on to the show overall. Seamus, I'm going to throw it over to you, man. I just kind of want to know, overall... Actually, first, how did you watch the E3 conference? Are you like setting up candles and like just turning <laughs> off your phone, like to do not disturb? Like, what's the whole like routine for you?
2: Um, I I would be doing that if I was at my own house, but where I currently live, the internet definitely is not good enough to be um, streaming it at that high quality. So I was with a bunch of friends, uh, about three or four. We all gathered around on the couches and just watching the stream. On a massive um, Sony TV, by chance. And I was on my phone tweeting um, through my own sort of video game um, Twitter account. So I was doing that. And we just had a great old time. It was, it was in the same conference. And I've, we were all sort of like half squealing and screaming as it was all going. <laughs> but I think I'll, I'll have to bring out the candles next time.
0: Yeah, nice and make it like a real real, real sensual experience. I thought you were going to say when you are talking about how the internet wasn't quite good enough to have it streaming. I thought you were going to say a bunch of your friends and you were all like huddled around like this ham AM radio or something. Just like <laughs> listening to these announcements come in. That's hilarious. Kaylee, what about you? How how was your night? You you did something kind of special for this.
1: No, you're going to be so disappointed. Oh I no! Actually, okay, so the first two years that they did it, I snagged tickets to the PlayStation E3 experience in theaters. And it was totally wicked awesome. This year, I ha- I got tickets for it as well, but this year they did it in Rivers East, Chicago. Uh, Rivers East AMC Theater in Chicago, the city. The last two years, they did it outside of the city. So, I was gonna go, but then I was gonna have to pay $50 for parking, and also, I was feeling real lazy. So, <laughs> I decided to watch the kind of funny live stream reactions to E3 instead. And I don't think that there is anything that could have happened at the E3 experience that would have been better than Tim Getty's reaction (laughs) when he recognized the Crash Bandicoot music on stage and just Uh, started screaming and jumping like I did Christmas Day 1997.
0: (laughs) (laughs) When When you got that as a gift?
1: No, I don't even remember what I got, but I just distinctly remember getting everything I wanted on my entire Christmas list, and I screamed so loud, I lost my voice for seven
0: days. 1997. Wow. That's so funny. You gotta, I gotta give it to him, because, like, that's how you know he's a fan. Like, I think there's a lot of people who are jumping on this bandwagon about Crash Bandicoot coming back, and kind of, like, maybe there were sort of fans, and now it's just it's the cool thing to be excited about. But, like, he he instantly knew that that was the song. And oh yeah! He, like, leapt out like there was no—is that Crash? Like I didn't definitely didn't recognize it at first, but his reaction was hilarious. Yeah,
1: I was like, "What is this music?" And then when he started screaming, I'm like, "Oh shit! It's Crash!" <laughs> oh. It's funny because uh, my sister's not really a, a gamer so much. I, I got her actually into Fallout recently. Nice. She was a huge nice. PlayStation Two gamer, and she still has her PlayStation Two that she has hooked up because she owns every version of Crash and every version of Tomb Raider.
0: It's almost like Nathan Drake.
1: Yeah, so when she came downstairs, (laughs) uh, today I was like, oh yeah, E3 happened happened yesterday, and she's like, did you hear they're making a Crash Bandicoot remake of all three first games? And I'm like, how the fuck do you know that?
0: (laughs) (laughs) That is she was so
1: excited, and I'm like, wow, see what Crash, you got fans.
2: It's amazing. So, Sorry, go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, in regards to that, I'm not wanting to generalize too much, but in the day yesterday for me following the sony press conference um when i saw a lot of people and i was talking about e3 in general if there was one thing they brought up even though they weren't big gamers it was the crash bandicoot remasters like that was Mm -hmm. the one thing that they'd heard about
0: that's so interesting the way that because there's so much news that comes out of this like even after the the press conferences there just continues to be more and more and more stuff you got to give anybody covering this for a living you got to give them a lot of credit because there's just so much to sift through and a lot of stuff to pay attention, attention to. I know. <laughs> well, that he's probably a little busy. I'll give him give him that. So,
1: bonbons
0: Kaylee. Let's go to you. You you start the conference. thing you kind of get an idea about what we're in for. As soon as you see the whole setup, they've got an orchestra. They've got this giant theater. Like, what are you thinking going into this thing?
1: I think it was odd because they started both really well, and what I, I thought was a huge misstep. Oh. So, as soon as the orchestra starts, it's like, oh fuck. Got <laughs> it. And
3: <laughs> for context,
1: I'm watching this with my boyfriend, who's a huge Metal Gear Solid fan and bought a PS4 this generation, but was never really a gamer, and he's just kind of getting into it now. You know, he became obsessed with Fallout and he's he's getting into it. But I had to explain to him what E3 was on Sunday. Like he didn't know about it at all.
0: Oh gosh. So
1: Platinum Metal Gear Solid five and did not know what E3 is. Like people are weird. So we're watching it together, and the music starts. I'm like, "Oh fuck, God
0: of War!" <laughs> you knew that and, instantly, hey? Did did you, oh, say yeah. I didn't. Um, I didn't recognize the music at first.
2: I had an inkling, but I wasn't hundred percent sure.
0: Yeah, me neither. So, so sorry, Kaylee. I just didn't. I'm very impressed no, that you knew really, that right away. Yeah, no, because
1: it's that like gothic, you know, other the weird moaning, chanting shit. Like I don't know. It's just it's God of War. It's so clearly God of War. And so, it starts playing, and then it keeps playing, and then it would, like, you know, hit that crescendo,
3: mm-hmm.
1: and then it would keep playing, and I'm like, okay, I get it, you brought in a whole fucking,
3: like, orchestra,
1: <laughs> must have been expensive, I needed 30 seconds of that song, and then it's like, like, I'm hyped, I know I'm about to get God of War, give me fucking God of War already, <laughs> this isn't cute anymore, getting sick of your shit. Uh, so I think it started both really strong because that workshop was very powerful. And the second that I recognized that it was God of War, you know, it took me like you know four or five seconds, but four or five seconds of what should have been thirty.
0: So even when the gameplay starts, so we're gonna kind of go through the run of show here. The gameplay starts. I still haven't clued into the fact that it's that it's God of War. The the look of the game like and the perspective looks a little different. I actually and it's kind of like it kind of looked a little cave y So I actually thought that this was gonna be. Um, Zero uh Horizon Zero Dawn. I actually thought that that's what I was opening. I will say like. that
1: I thought it was God of War, and then when it started and it was all cave I was like, "Wait a minute, is this Horizon? Who's this yeah. kid?" Who and then when the guy spoke in the shadows, I was like, "That's fucking Kratos." Okay, never what mind. A voice. Yeah, so like, a beautiful
0: voice.
1: I'm like, they're not showing him because he's going to literally. Because I, I wasn't sure if. Kratos was a little boy. Were they rebooting it? Were they ignoring Kratos entirely? Like, I I wasn't sure what to expect. There were rumors of a female protagonist for God of War 4. All sorts of stuff. So I was like, hmm. And then as soon as he was in shadows, I'm like, oh, obviously.
0: And then his ab ab muscles appeared. And everybody was just very (laughs) impressed by his voice and by his masculinity. (laughs) And his epic beads definitely Seamus what did you think of the gameplay reveal and like it's
2: it's quite a shift from what we're used to with God of War it's it was an incredible shift I was I was so surprised watching it and I've I played a lot of the uh all of the God of War games and I really really enjoyed them uh but when people kept talking about God of War I was kind of like like if it's the exact same thing again like I feel like it will be it will pull off a lot of people and I just don't think you'll do not think it will do that well. But then once it actually got into the gameplay and Kratos and his son walking through this environment, I'm straight away like the perspective, the camera perspective is very different. The movement's very different. And immediately I'm like, this just reminds me of Last of Us. Me too. Just just straight away. And that's what everyone keeps saying when I say say that to people. Everyone's like yeah, it looks like Last of Us. It looks like this more slower paced, very story driven experience Mm -hmm. while still having that gore there. And visually it was incredible. And it was just I was really surprised. I was really surprised, not just to see new God of War, but how they've changed it, and it's it's great to see.
1: Yeah, it was really interesting, too, because, again, I'm watching this with somebody who's not as knowledgeable about gaming, and he's like, well, what kind of game is God of War? Like, I've seen it, but I've never seen, like, gameplay. Like, what is God of War? Is it an RPG? Because this looks like, like, a, he's like, is this, like, Fallout? And I'm like... Normally if you asked me if God of War was like Fallout, I'd be like, fuck no. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's
1: like a hack and slash action you can upgrade weapons RPG. And then, but I'm like, but this is this is an RPG. This is clearly an RPG. This is this is awesome. It reminded me like, almost more of Tomb Raider than mm the last of us Mm -hmm. and a lot of people there's already a million rumors going around of course but a lot of people are saying that whenever you learned a new skill it was when he was showing his son something so is this just like the beginning sequence and you end up playing as his son Mm -hmm. Uh, because you gain the archery experience after the son shoots the bow which you do because you control the sun and then you know you get the um hunting and tracking experience when the son finds the tracks and starts following them so there's a lot of uh speculation going on right now
0: adding a family member to this whole story is just like it adds a crazy dynamic to me and and i wasn't expecting like everything was very surprising i think i'm just gonna say this right at the start so that i don't have to keep repeating myself for every one of these i think that they're the only thing that i disliked about sony's press conference was how similar all of the games kind of look they kind of have shifted to this last of us kind of perspective they're all very similar in that they're that third person over the shoulder looks like almost cover base like Gears of War, Tomb Raider, The Last of Us kind of pers- like they all have very similar perspectives. It's clear that like the *The Last of Us influence is starting to kind of sweep around to the games that we're going to be getting over the next couple of years. So that was my only thing is like, oh, this looks very similar to the last one and The Last of Us and Tomb Raider. So that was the one thing that I that I didn't like. But there was a moment in this reveal where he's teaching his son to hunt. And I wasn't expecting to like get a little choked up in a God of War reveal because he's teaching him to hunt down this, this moose or elk or whatever that, that, that animal was. Mm-hmm. And he's like, finish it off. And I'm like, Oh God, this is like heart wrenching. Cause he's just like, you want it to be done for this thing? And,
1: right? and it's like the animal's suffering because you're, when yes. it's a mercy killing anyways. But then the little kid is just like, I can't.
0: Yeah. Then oh Kratos, god.
1: And out to rub his back, and instead he hands him the knife. I'm like, oh yes, still Kratos, but you're not nearly as douchey. Yeah,
0: because <laughs> yeah, what ended up like what the son saw is like kind of what we would all see before, but what we saw as the audience is is a new side to him, and I I like where that's going. I I hope that they can really deliver on that, and so that it's not just. Like paying lip service to the fact that he's maybe a more touchy feely, more relatable kind of guy because he's very one dimensional before having this other aspect and a son that he's got to take care of and teach how to be a man or maybe a god of war is is going to be interesting. So I think that that I I feel better about it now as it was going through, I, I was like, not sure about it. But the more I think about it, it was a good reveal. Again, the other complaint that I've got about Sony's, and I, I'll say this up at the start so I don't have to keep repeating myself, is that I don't know when any of these games are coming out.
1: Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I mean, Kojima's, you have to imagine, isn't going to be until, what, 2018, 2019? At the earliest. Right. Um, I mean, Horizon, we obviously got a date for, but that was one of the few. Days Gone, how long have they been working on that shit? Mm-hmm. Um, that one I ex- I almost expected a release date for because I feel like if they know or expect it to be out before the next E3 they're going to have a release date so that tells me what is that going to be a fall 2018 game and they'll give a yeah. release date at the next E3 or maybe they're going to give a release date at PSX I don't know uh, I'm almost wondering if <laughs> because you know it's convention season and there's only so many announcements you can give if they showed all the games at E3 and then at these next press conferences coming up we'll get dates for three of them and then we'll get dates for two of them and then we'll get dates for another three of them. And that's how they're going to do the dates.
0: Yeah, exactly. So they just kind of like kind of spare that out a little bit. Seamus, we'll throw it over to you. You, you were the responsible one. You took notes. What did we have right after this?
2: So right after God of War, you mean? Yes. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Sorry. Um, Yeah. So right after the God of War reveal, it was, this is kind of strange what they did. They, showed off um, a new IP, Days Gone. They showed a trailer for a bit of a story trailer um, that looked really interesting, but it was like, and straight away I was like, this is Sony Ben. Like, holy crap, this is Sony <laughs> friggin' Ben. Yeah. Um, and, and I was really excited by that. Um, and, but when they actually showed the trailer, I was like, I don't know what this is. And then they just moved on. And then as we'll talk on later on the show, they then did a gameplay of it right at the end, showing it off. So I thought that was was kind of weird how they did that. I don't know why they just didn't have them both together right at the end as just of that killer blow right at the end of the conference. But one thing I'll take away from the actual gameplay was that it almost seemed more like just a tech demo because this character is screwed. This character is definitely, (laughs) definitely screwed. (laughs) And it's, how does this work then if this is in the actual game? Is it something at the start that then jumps to another character? Is this the type of thing sort of stated oh. decay where you maybe play as one character and see how long you can last and then you move on? But look like there's some story elements happening here. So it's it seemed like to me more of a tech demo and rather than something we're actually seeing in the game. So that makes me think we're going to have to wait a while still before we get anywhere near a release date for days gone.
1: Mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable saying that that's the main character just because they wasted so much time showing his, like, dead wife and all that crap. Yeah. To me, it read as almost like a uh, until dawn if you make the right, sh- the wrong choice. Or, like, Detroit started with your character failing and then your character gets shot in the head at another point. So I took it more as a, like, what if a helicopter just comes in at that moment and picks him up? Like, uh, there's so many different ways to get out of situations like that.
0: I took more of a defensive approach to it because I have a really bad memory just in life. And so he started like the whole monologue as I remember this and I remember this. And I'm like, well, good for you. I don't remember anything. (laughs) I never remember a damn thing. Um, I'm
2: right there with you. (laughs)
0: uh i didn't i didn't get totally blown away by it at the start but you know what let's actually merge these two in because it's going to be like you said it's kind of awkward that they did that i have a feeling that the reason that they ordered it in this way was so that they could just start the conference with whatever it was x number of exclusive new kind of reveals and and big titles um it kind of started the show in a in a great way let's jump to the gameplay um i i don't know about you guys kaylee what do you th- like i don't I would never have turned around to start shooting these things.
3: Right, no, I would have just been I'm
1: like "Um, again.
0: I'm like, what are you doing? Get out of there.
1: It was so awesome watching it with somebody who'd never seen an E3 before. Because he was just like, I'm getting really anxious about this demo. Yes. (laughs) And I was like, I don't know why he keeps turning around. Oh my god, just run. And like the entire thing made no sense because he walks into this pit to get two dog. Which I think is what you said. Not T-Dog. I think it was 2-Dog. And I'm like, like, 3-Dog from Follow? Nice. Uh, (laughs) Nice, (laughs) Paul. He goes there to find him. Sees evidence that there are these zombie things. And then, five seconds later, he lets the guy die. Like, so the guy was so important, you walk into this pit of zombies... Like two seconds later it's like fucking it, throw him off the building and
2: let like, well let's let's be me. honest that that guy was screwed he, there, was, he, there was no helping him he broken his leg or something it was it was a smart move it was a smart yeah. move to run but, gotta like, get out of i would
0: have
1: ran long ago be like oh this guy wants to hide? <laughs> oh there's blood he's probably fucking dead bye and just get back on my home motorcycle
0: there was a moment in this in this reveal where or the gameplay trailer where i was like that is a Buttload of zombies like that. I thought Dead Rising was crazy. This this might be the most zombies on the screen of all time.
2: Mm.
1: Well, I'm also watching kind of it.
0: Like, uh,
2: you go, Kelly.
1: They're almost. It's a zombie game. I, I'm a little bummed by that. I mean, we've been waiting to see what they've been doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And it's like a zombie game now.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we've had this a couple times now.
1: When it was post-apocalypse, <coughs> I was like, okay. Post-Apocalypse, that's cool. You know, Fallout, uh, zombie games. What kind of post-apocalypse? Surely not a zombie game. We already had The Last of Us, and that perfected the zombie video game genre. Mm -hmm. So what are we doing now? Because now your zombie video game, whether you just want it to be or not, has to be better than The Last of Us, or why the fuck am I wasting my time playing it? So I was kind of hoping it would be more of a anything else.
2: Totally original.
1: Literally anything else.
2: That is brutal. If you're not good as Last enough, get the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I feel about uh,
1: zombie games at this point.
0: I agree. I'm surprised to hear you say that, but that's kind of how I felt. Um, but Seamus, kind
2: of what were you thinking too? Well, straight away watching again, it was it was kind of funny because the first two games of this conference, Australia, was away like, this is obviously taking a lot from Last of Us, as hmm. did God of War, <laughs> looking at, but... When we saw the amount of zombies on screen, I was like, so Last of Us Cross, World War Z in regards to the amount of zombies that are actually in this universe and how they react and have just come in swarms. Um, Like I said, it seemed like a bit of a tech demo, but it it did look really interesting. I definitely need to see more of it and see what the gameplay is really going to be like, what the story is really going to be like. But I don't mind having more zombie games because recently we've actually been having – a lot of really good zombie games like The Last of Us, State of Decay, um, Dying, Light. Dying Light. And I've loved I loved That's all fair. of them and they're really, really great games.
3: That is very true. That's a fair point.
0: Nice. So moving on, Seamus. What what was the next game?
2: Um, the next game was one this was part of one of my predictions. Um nice. with The Last Guardian. Uh, showing a bit more gameplay, giving us a little bit more insight into it. But at at the moment, I'm just like, I just want to play it. Don't, don't show me any more gameplay. I just mm-hmm. want, I just want to play this damn game. But they gave a release date for it as well, um, which is October the 24th. Pretty soon, yeah. Very soon, definitely sooner. I, well, I mean, even as it was going through, I'm
0: like December. This thing is going to come in at the <laughs> very bitter end. Uh, so I was glad and surprised to see this come out in Oct- in a very busy October, by the way. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, Kaylee, I totally cut you off. What were you going to say?
1: No, you're good. I'm just thinking that like when they showed the last of uh, the last Guardian and for the record, my boyfriend was very excited. He recognized the game before I did. I saw the feathers and I saw like the circular area area, which with what I saw for some reason as a nuclear reactor. And I was like, is this Final Fantasy seven? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I I didn't recognize the music or anything. And then he goes, wait, is this that one game? the last guardian and i'm like oh nice. shit nice it is and and then i was like if they show this there has to be a release date because this game has to come out this year because if they delay this fucking game again there will be riots in the street <laughs> so when i saw october i was like yeah it better be fucking october like you delay this game again you're screwed and w- but really like you said 2016 last year mm-hmm. you meant almost 2018
0: yeah, they're, they're barely like october, coming in there the middle
1: and, yeah so i was not giving them any credit for an october release date on
0: this game seamus like, where are you at with this game are you excited about it? like are like what's your history with the
2: last guardian over the years um, I, I haven't been following it for the full nine years. Uh, yeah, me neither. <laughs> but probably for the past... Uh, because when I think about how long I've been really following video game news, it was probably back in 2011, yeah. So it was about five years ago. And it was probably about a year or so after that that I learned that The Last Guardian was a thing. So probably about five years. Um, and ever since we saw... Well, ever since Following Beyond and the kind of funny guys, and right. then just it becoming a really big joke and just half the PlayStation <laughs> universe, it was kind of amazing to see it finally be shown last year at E3. And that was a kind of like a real crazy moment, like real, oh, just jumping out of my seat. This is just because it had so much built up around it um, because people have just been talking about it every year. It, it builds up that excitement. Um, I'm actually really keen for it. Uh, Japan Studio is a really prestigious studio. Um, haven't made a game release really since PlayStation Two, uh- <laughs> 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 but I'm I'm really interested to to see what's like. And I I was thinking before November, just because, regardless of October being really busy, just because there's so many games coming out before the end of this year now. Just November of December is always when the the real biggest blockbusters like Call of Duty and games like that come out. And although they're probably different audiences to what you're going to get with Call of Duty, I still feel like Sony just want to bring a little bit head of all that. Mm-hmm. Kaylee, is this like a day one purchase for you, or are you on a
0: wait-and-see pattern here?
1: I have never been super excited for The Last Guardian. Yeah. Um, I don't know, it seems interesting. But I did see the special edition of The Last Guardian, and it has the cutest fucking statue I've ever seen in my life. Oh, no way. It's so cute. Like, I want that more than I want the game.
0: (laughs) I love it when they do that. (laughs)
1: Like, it's, it's really friggin' adorable. And it looks really solid because, like, the. Uh, the guardian's laying down.
3: Like look a- at him! Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> <That's right>? Ridiculous! <laughs> so
1: he's laying down like a puppy, and the little kids like curled up with him on a bed of like green, green grass. So it's a very mm-hmm. long oval, but it's not very tall. So it looks pretty stable too. Like it doesn't look like it's gonna break.
2: It looks like yeah. a yeah, chia pet like made a- out of clay.
1: <laughs> it's so cute, isn't it? I love it.
2: I'm the- wondering how much is it for you guys over in North America for that collector's edition?
1: I haven't even looked yet.
0: They're usually somewhere around like one hundred and thirty dollars for us. I think in Canada, somewhere, somewhere in there. Let me see if I can get the Amazon. Um, No, this isn't going to give me it, and I'm going to just stall here trying to get this. Uh, I'm I actually have it. My my wife is so excited for this game, and I didn't even realize that she was a fan of kind of the team eco or anything. She's really just like the bird dog thing is just is the best for her. So (laughs) this is on pre order for us Um, last year. When they announced it, Amazon had a special—they'd give you thirty percent off, and uh, for anything that you pre-ordered during that week. So we basically just like filled up the next two years worth of worth of pre-orders. So we've got wow. this one, still got <laughs> oh, wow. South Park, we've got Mass Effect and Legend of Zelda, and a whole bunch of other stuff still coming in. We'll get thirty percent off on a day one purchase. I think that's like awesome. Pretty much the best pre-order bonus that they can ever give anyone. That that's really how you get me to pre get me to pre-order.
1: Oh yeah, and most like pre-ordered dlc and story packs and things like that don't interest me enough to stop being lazy and pre-order it Mm -hmm. but but, like i got the pip boy fallout uh fallout of course it's adorable um i have the uh book cases that came with mortal kombat 9 i have bookcases. cases (laughs) yeah it's a scorpion um get overhearing sub zero yeah sub zero but I don't know the little tiny spear that's sticking out of Sub Zero's chest broke off. I'm really sad about it.
0: Aw, uh, we had
1: the injustice. Superwoman uh, throwing a jet plane at Batman.
3: <laughs> that's awesome.
1: Uh, I'm sorry, Wonder Woman, not Superwoman. Take that back. Um, yeah, so like, if there's a cool statue, I'm usually like, ooh, that's oh, nice. That's, that's awesome. That's
3: well,
1: do you want to?
2: Nice? Do you want to know how much it is here in Australia?
0: I'm gonna guess two hundred dollars.
2: Yep, two hundred dollars.
0: Because Good guess. what what yeah it's crazy it just probably costs so much to get things over to you guys over in the future <laughs> probably has a lot to do with the time travel <laughs> that
3: has to occur of
0: and course hear, time travel is expensive so okay so we've got kind of like a mix thing on the last <laughs> Guardian. and really for for I think for a lot of people it's more just about the story of the development and and the drama that kind of comes with it that's really the most interesting thing about it so we'll see how this how this uh, delivers in October. Seamus, what was revealed next?
2: Up next was a game that I also predicted, as part of my predictions. Um, And it's sort of half right, because I guessed or predicted that we would see gameplay. And we sort of did, this is Detroit Become Human um, from Quantic Dream. And this was officially announced just last year at Sony's press conference. And so it's been a year. And now... We saw a really good, a really really good trailer, which had me really really excited, honestly. Me
0: too. Kay, I, I don't want to. I feel like I'm dominating it a little bit here, Kaylee. What were you thinking when uh, when this trailer is running?
1: Oh, I was so excited! Like as soon as I see Quantic Dream, I get excited. But I'm watching it and I'm watching it, and I'm like, oh, I love stories like that. You know, where it's androids living amongst people, and so I'm like, is this a cyberpunk future? Story driven crime drama about robots. Yeah. I the fuck out. <laughs> like, yeah. And I'm like, I'm, like, oh, I'm there. <laughs> yeah. And then he jumps off the balcony with the kid and then it freezes. And then he gets, you know, and then the main character, S person, gets shot in the head. And then just he jumps. And then all those different combinations start flashing. And then the screen gets taken over by all of these different, like, videos of all these different options. And I'm just salivating. That's such a me ass game. I just,
3: oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I cannot wait.
0: It was like Minority Report, and what was the Will Smith movie with the with the robots? iRobot, Yeah, I, I Robot. Yeah, that I was robot. it. Yeah. yeah,
1: reminded me of those uh, the shorts from the ma- the Animatrix. Nice like for the war. Like just, oh, I love all of that.
0: Well, and I gotta say, like it's for these games. If anybody's played Heavy Rain, they'll they recognize the Jason that I throw at the end of of this of every episode. Um, Jason, Jason. <laughs> Jason. <laughs> Those games, I feel like, are hard to show off and in in a compelling way. And I thought that they did it in an insanely great way. Um, just because they're kind of plotting, they're they're usually a little slower, but they introduce an entire world. They introduce the idea of. Kind of like the butterfly effect that we're starting to see more and more in games that we're getting quite a bit more complex with the number of different paths that you can choose based on different decisions that you're making throughout. The way that they didn't even have to say anything. You see a lot of conferences, they kind of have to explain how everything works and the mechanics behind it. And even like with a game like No Man's Sky, we've got to we've gotta learn about algorithms and things like that to learn how, how that what's the selling point of that game. Detroit, which by the way, like I I feel like Detroit needs something. It needs this. It needs something to to celebrate the city. So good for them. Uh, I'm really excited to see how this game turns out. And I just huge kudos to to this team for how they how they revealed it. I am totally in on this.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm totally in on it, and I I totally agree as well. It, I actually think it was one of the best trailers I've I saw at E3 this year. Like it was just so <laughs> succinct. It wasn't that long, but it just showed off. It so well. It didn't try and show off a huge amount of the world and try and explain too much. It just was a really grounded demo and just showed a little piece of what is sure to be a really awesome game. And just showing all those different options, like straight away in the first playthrough, I was already emotionally invested. Yeah. Straight off the get go. The voice acting from when the Android comes in and it's just like, if you don't deal with this, I will. And I'm sure you're like, whoa! Like I'm, I'm already here. I'm already immersed, just watching this trailer. And then when the actual other Android that that was with the human girl fell off the roof, I was like, no! And then how it paused, I was like, what are you doing? And then it showed all the different options. I was like, it was, it was crazy good. It was such a great trailer. One, of my, one of the, one of my favorite ever. I'm gonna say actually.
1: Yeah, I really that part where you finally make it to where. He says i trust you he throws you the girl and they just get shot all over and he's got that bright blue blood from mm-hmm. the chunks the from his body i trusted like, you I
3: trusted you like, <laughs> oh my god humans
2: are Uh-oh. the devil <laughs> so good
0: kaylee you crack me up man that's so funny <laughs> so we're all pretty pretty pumped about detroit become human it looks awesome seamus what happened next
2: up next, now this is where we did get towards one of your predictions, but it wasn't quite as long as you predicted, with more about ten to twelve minutes, like you said, with PlayStation VR being given an official release date, October the thirteenth, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. And That's a the first price time they gave it? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because I thought when pre opened they had it for a date and a dollar amount. I didn't realize this was a new
1: announcement.
2: Actually, I can't remember
0: now. Anyway. <laughs> I feel like it was October and a price. So, yeah, the 13th was a new edition, I think, this time.
2: Okay. Okay. But um, 399 US dollars, um, which is 550 here in Australia. Yikes. <laughs> which you put the PlayStation camera on top of that, which is another 90 so 640 But anyway. <laughs> Call your banker. What, yeah, exactly. Get alone. <laughs> <laughs> but what, one of the better things that they announced was then that 50 games will be available for the PlayStation VR by the end of this year, and I think that was a really good selling point, straight up.
1: Oh yeah, especially because like when they started showing all of those games that weren't, no offense, Thousand Foot Robot Golf, where it's like, okay, that looks fun, but not buy a $400 piece of hardware to play fun. And so now with the positive response of the Batman VR and Um, all those other games they showed and Resident Evil 7 and just everything like that it's like oh when you say 50 games more than one of these are real games that's that's a very important thing to note that I thought made it even more awesomer
0: definitely I let's jump into the Resident Evil 7 because I thought the way that they that they revealed that was really clever you didn't really know what you were getting yourself into with this new perspective looks like uh, first person. I'm not sure if the entire game is or if that was just for VR. Did you guys get a sense of of if that was just for VR, Seamus?
2: I was so confused watching this. <laughs> oh, wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> we, we were still going uh, through all the PS uh, virtual reality stuff, and then this came up, and I was just like, what is this? And I was like, this re- looks really cool, really creepy. Like, I, I love horror games, but I I cannot handle them. Like, I will just run away <laughs> at the first sight of anything. Like, playing Outlast, um, I got five minutes in, ran away through the you controller. <laughs> I, just could, I just could not do. <laughs> But I, I love the games. I love that they can get that emotion out of me. And when the air actually officially said, like, Resident Evil Buy has it, I was like, oh, okay, so this is like just like a VR sort of offshoot of the series. And then after the conference, it's like, no, this is Re- Resident Evil 7. And I was like, huh, okay, this this is interesting. And the fact that it's going to be like all with PlayStation VR as well, like, mm-hmm. I like that. I like the series, similar to what we were talking about, God War, that they're just doing something really different and just changing it up. I, I like that.
0: Kaylee, where were you, what were you thinking when this is getting revealed?
1: Well, I was... It said before Kitchen, and I'm like, Kitchen, is that a VR demo? I know there's a bunch of VR demos. I I think that was one of them. Are they making it a full-length game? And the entire time in my head, I'm just thinking, before Kitchen, what room is it going to be? Is it a living room?
3: (laughs) What's the layout?
1: For some reason, that's my mindset. Before Kitchen, there was the living room. (laughs) That's what I was waiting for. It's a new Sims game. The 7 comes on screen. I'm like, Kitchen, 7, sure. I guess horror shit never makes sense. And then the Resident Evil fills in, and I'm just mouth agape. Like, oh shit. This it looks is terrifying. Our Resident Evil 7. It looks just like fucking PT. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be amazing. And then when you find out that in Japan it's called Biohazard colon Resident Evil, so the name's finally near match. Oh. For those that don't know resident evil is called biohazard in japan but somebody else was using that when they tried to localize it in america so they had to change the name to resident evil um and it's cool because the seven is not in roman numerals it's just a traditional seven and it's in the z of biohazard so they still have that like joke whatever <laughs> yeah that made me happy things like that make me happy
0: oh that's funny too yeah i didn't even realize that and then they also noted that there's a demo did you guys get a chance to download yeah. the demo and they did available now no, i'm
1: not playing available that. now
0: no, no are we all just too scared to play not. this game <laughs> let's talk about it at length and I go like yes
2: yeah,
0: no. i need all the lights on and my my night light
2: and my scented <laughs> candles
0: my, yeah my my safety blanket and if I could, like, bring my PlayStation over to my parents' house, then, uh, yeah, I'd like my, my mother there as well.
1: I'm a bad person, and I sucker other people into playing horror games and letting me watch.
0: <laughs> Guys,
1: I, I love seeing the story, but I just kind of want to watch it like a scary movie.
0: Mm-hmm. It but is fun oh,
1: to no, say. no, run, run!
2: Totally, I can it's actually great.
1: shake someone and be like, no, run!
2: <laughs> well, yeah. the interesting thing with the demo is that everything that's in the demo isn't actually getting be in the game and the protagonist that you're playing as isn't apparently gonna be in the game either so this is more of just a tech demo as well just showing off what it's perhaps gonna look like Mm -hmm. it's almost like a playable teaser Mm.
0: oh oh is it weird
2: (laughs) wonder where they got that idea from and there was even the release date as well january the 24th 2017
0: you think that's gonna happen
2: Mm, maybe.
0: Yeah, I'm. I have no real reason <laughs> to kind of be pessimistic about it, but I, I kind of am.
1: Just everybody else, yeah. <laughs> like but that's our I,
0: first date. I, I hope so
1: because it's so close after the launch of the PSVR that you can almost count it as a launch game. That's but true. But even past January, I don't feel comfortable calling kind of like a launch window game. Um, and I think it'll be nice to have the push of a triple A title right after the holidays, right after, you know, it's the next thing that'll make them push VR. So you'll have a launch, then you'll have the holidays right there, and then January is like this weird time. So it's nice to have something already lined up to fill that, kind of marketing-wise. I
0: think you might be on to something with that VR. That's that's going to be good motivation for that thing to get, to actually make that date. Let's keep things moving, Seamus. What do you got next?
2: Um, up next, so th- there was a couple things for PlayStation VR, but we can go over them quickly. The Farpoint um, demo that they showed, which was sort of sci-fi, first-person shoot that looked kind of interesting. The Star Wars sort of X-Wing mission. Oh my That's- god,
0: yes! <laughs> <laughs> this was my moment, you guys. I'm just gonna just say... <laughs> Cause I was I was talking to Bobby Paul's when we were watching this, we we're watching together, and midway through I realized like what we're watching here and it's an X-Wing, you're in the cockpit. And when you're old like me, like you grew up playing X Wing and TIE Fighter games on PC back in the day. And I I was like midway through if they call this thing X Wing, I will lose my mind. And then it <laughs> ended up being Battlefront X Wing VR, whatever it was. I didn't even care. The fact that X Wing <laughs> was in the title was good enough for me. This like this might be it. This might be the one thing that gets me to buy PlayStation VR, even though I've already got Battlefront on on my Xbox One. I just have so much love for those space battles, and and shout out to Fiona too. She got she nailed that prediction, but for the wrong conference.
1: <laughs> my first reaction, like the first words out of my mouth, I'm watching it and watching it and watching it, and the title comes on the screen, and it's like X Wing VR Mission, and the first word out of my mouth was mission like only one
0: oh see yeah You so you didn't have the nostalgia like <laughs> blinding and clouding your, your judgment over the whole thing I'm like I'm <laughs> buying it I'm, this is like $700 I'm going to buy it right now so you, you you had a smart critical eye to this I see yeah, I was
1: just like are you only having one mission like you're going to buy DLC for literally one mission um interesting
0: might have to look into this a little further <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: like I was just talking about to the word missions and I was caught off guard
0: true enough. Uh, Seamus, where were you at with all this VR stuff?
2: Well, because it was just with the Sony's conference, like we said, it was just happening so quickly, was, and I was trying to tweet as much news and take as many notes as it was happening. Um, I kind of didn't see the missions bit. I thought this was like a full just X Wing VR game, and I was like, "Oh, that's that's really cool." And so I put that. I just put that down as my notes. It's just like you know a new full game. And then last night when I was doing uh, my own v game sh- uh, radio show, Pixels Rising, I brought this up, and then my friends were like, "No, nah, man, this this is just like a mission. This is just sort of like an add-on type of thing." I was like, "What on live air?"
3: <laughs>
1: uh. <laughs> Those reactions are the best. they're the realistic honest ones like i like that hearing you find that out for the first time
0: well we all know that you're you're very prepared so we will give you that one it was you're right things were coming hot and heavy and even (laughs) even when i watch other shows that a lot of people again we gotta give a lot of credit to anybody who's covering this stuff there is just so much and it's totally understandable because i've seen a lot of people just miss one or two things it's like they have somebody next to me going like no no it was this instead so it is all good. Is that all that we had for the VR? We had Batman as well, didn't we?
2: There, there was Batman as well. And they didn't really show much at all in the actual press conference. But apparently from what we're hearing from the actual E3 show floor, like it's really promising, even though we haven't seen anything yet. So I'm I'm really interested to see what it is because I don't think they've really released that many details.
1: Right. My first thought was that's an amazing idea. I don't know what it looks like, but that's an amazing idea. You can be Batman. You sold me. Uh, but I was really excited to see everybody coming out of, like, the booth. That was really cool. Um, uh, pictures online. It, they had it set up to look like Wayne Manor. And then you go through a Secret Passage and you play at Batman's computer in the Batcave. Awesome. Uh, and so, like, seeing um, people have, like, you know, E3 Best of Show Booth sticker. And uh, kind of funny.
0: Call well, it like, <laughs> <just> approved. Guys,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 and the one uh, for the VR was a giant picture of... Greg's smiling head, and I was like, if Greg approves, he knows Batman. Like, that got me so Mm -hmm. excited. So, seeing everybody else's reactions of people I respect has me more excited than the initial conference did because it's like, okay, that looks cool in concept only because you didn't give me anything but concept. But apparently, the execution is there too.
0: Yeah, there was really three things to take away from it. It was that uh, there was a VR, that is Batman, and then it's Rocksteady doing this thing. And I was actually quite surprised to see them continuing on this this Arkham. I really thought that that we were done with uh, Arkham Knight. Yeah, Arkham. I don't know why I, th- I thought it was not Arkham Knight um so i thought they were done that's kind of neat i'm really looking forward to seeing what the collector's edition of this is maybe instead of a a cool little statue you actually get like the cowl you can just like put on the cape and everything and then the (laughs) vr mask on top of your face (laughs) i think that's what they need to do but uh i've been wrong about my predictions as we know uh moving things along i think that's those are the notable things from the vr right seamus
2: yeah, there was also the Final Fantasy gameplay VR first-person shooter thing. Which yeah, that's what I meant. That was all that was notable. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who that's appealing to, so let's
0: just move on. Up next, People who want to um, hang on first-person with anime characters. I guess there's a lot of those people.
2: Yeah, I, I, I'm sure there's a few. Yeah. Um, up next was, uh, we talked a little bit about this at the start, and... Myself being kind of confused, the Call of Duty Infinite Warfare gameplay. As you walk at the it's just walking onto like a spaceship, and I was just like, "Okay, what, what is this? Is this like a new IP or something to get like really hyped?" And then after a couple minutes, I was like, "Ah, oh, it's it's Call of Duty," and I was just like, "You really, you really got me." You, Told really- <laughs> you, you <laughs> really did. Yeah, I'll admit it. I was like, "This game looks
1: really cool. What is this?" Oh shit! I just said that about Call of Duty. Well, oh, <laughs>
0: how do you feel about yourself?
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. I felt so dirty. I was like, oh, you got me.
0: Did you, you stick with your initial with opinion, or did you did you uh, let let the realization that it was Call of Duty sway you back to thinking no, like, I mean, "This is garbage." First
1: person shooter, so I was never going to play it. But I was like, gotcha. oh, I'm make my boyfriend play this so I can watch because that's what I do with first person shooters and horror games. Like, I want to watch it be played, but I don't want to play it. I don't know. Is that weird? I don't know. But
2: that's how I work, Seamus. I can't remember. Are you into the Call of Duty stuff? Um, I, I'm, I just, I play pretty much everything. Honestly, every yeah. genre, and I, I love my first person shooter and Call of Duty. Yeah, I, I've played all the way back in the, back in the days with Call of Duty One and Two on PC, the nice. World War Two games. Um, never really got into the Modern Warfare series, but really loved um the original Black Ops and played Ghost. That was kind of a bit of a letdown. Played Advanced Warfare. That was. Kind of interesting. And then Black Ops 3, that was a massive hit last year. I think that was um, an incredible package of content last year. Really, really well done. And then it's kind of good. Even though COD series has been getting a lot of flack, they are trying to innovate at, to the best of their ability by while still having a single-player campaign, while it's still a first-person shooter and trying to keep it somewhat grounded. And in all honesty, watching the trailer, even after I was like, Oh, you fooled me! I was like, this trailer actually looked really cool. It actually looked like a lot of fun.
0: I love space and I love grappling hooks, so that's and I've always loved Call of Duty. I'm totally in. I know that it's cool to hate on this stuff, um, so I'm almost liking it in spite of all of the hate. <laughs> I I I will be buying it first day, like or whatever, probably first couple of weeks, depending on whatever else is happening at that time. Um, but I'm totally into this. I love the the whole zero gravity thing. I think that they can. Absolutely nail this! I'm kind of rooting for him because I know the whole world is kind of hating on this right now.
2: So that's, that's in comparison, y- yeah, in comparison to Battlefield One,
0: right? And everybody's kind of cheering for it, but we'll see like what how it all translates in the end. I, I still feel like Call of Duty will ultimately sell hundreds and millions of copies or whatever the number oh, yeah. ends up being, like just a, just a huge number more than than battlefield i i don't think that 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 series will ever really catch up although this is about as interesting as it's ever been
2: yeah i'm i'm like i'm excited for both like battlefield totally. one watching that in the ea conference and then afterwards like it looks really cool and like uh, with all my friends they're all really excited and they're all gonna be picking up and then call of duty infinite warfare i really wasn't that interested up until seeing this gameplay and i was like. I read a bit about it, but actually seeing it, I was like, wow, they've actually like really fully realized what they they wanted to do, and it looks really cool. And we also got a release date for it, uh, November the 4th, 2016.
0: It's so funny whenever they announce their release dates, and it's like, well, we probably could have guessed within a day <laughs> kind of like what that was going to be, so yeah, thanks, I mean, that's whatever. But we also got um, some Modern Warfare stuff as well right, right afterwards, didn't we?
2: Yeah, I wasn't too sure if it was really anything new or or anything we didn't know they just showed a bit of gameplay of the single player and then we're like single player plus 10 maps i was just like cool just reminding everyone that this is a thing that's happening kaylee how do you think they're gonna end up rolling
0: that out like right now it seems like it's only part of the limited edition or whatever the deluxe version um do you think that they're gonna end up separating those two those two skews
1: i think it's difficult because the that deluxe edition costs what, $80? Yep. So I feel like the only way they'd be able to get away with that is to sell it for $20 or more, Um, which is fine. It's just a remaster. But at the same time, I know that when that was first announced that you could not get the remaster without buying the first game, there were a lot of really angry people and a lot of people that only are planning to buy it for the remaster. So to sell it for $25 or whatever after the fact will probably make a lot of people angry
3: Mm
0: -hmm.
1: but again i don't know it's call of duty everything they do is gonna make someone angry like that's just their thing
0: there's really like (laughs) a thousand different ways
1: pissed at them right it's fun it's it's a sport sorry they do amazing work and they just (laughs) they're like the michael bay of video games i don't know
0: i which everybody who knows me well and knows me about my taste in movies my favorite movie is armageddon so shout out to michael bay See, that's why I, <laughs> I like space and I like grappling hooks. What can I say? <laughs> oh, <man>. oh <laughs> yeah, it's interesting way that hooks. they rolled this out. Like they that that it's happening sort of day and date with that more expensive package. I, I feel like they probably could have done something, maybe even like right now or maybe six months out from uh, from the main title release. Like they could have had kind of a mid year kind of thing, get us all amped up. You probably could have paid. I bet people would have paid. Probably forty or fifty, maybe even sixty dollars for a remaster version. I feel like we're paying sixty dollars for other remasters, um, and then bundle it in later. Uh, I feel like that probably would have went over a little better. Now, with that all that said, you, you have to finish the game. So I'm gathering that the game isn't quite finished for that type of schedule. But nonetheless, I will not be buying the limited edition just for that. I truly think that there will be a separation of these at some point or another. And I'm really looking forward to going back and playing Modern Warfare. It's truly one of the best shooters of all time. With that said, Seamus, we're continuing along. What do we got next?
2: Uh, we're getting there. We're slowly but surely getting through all <laughs> all these releases. um I know, up so next much. was <laughs> so much um Up next was probably one of the highlights um for a lot of people when we talked a little bit at the stars 12. um we've crashed Bandicoot remasters <laughs> one two and three coming to the PlayStation 4. Kaylee? yeah,
1: like if you have not looked up the YouTube video for kind of Funny's reaction during that. Episode, <laughs> I want you to pause this podcast, to Kind of Funny funny Games on YouTube.com, and I want you to watch this because within the first two notes of that music playing, an almost 30-year-old man jumps out of his chair and just starts (laughs) screaming and and screaming. And the other two men next to him are, to be honest, not that excited. Nothing. <laughs> but he is so excited, and he's looking at them, and it's almost like, fuck you, be as excited as me. Oh my god, this is amazing. And it's just, it is beautiful, unadulterated joy. And I'm so excited for Warped, particularly. Like, that's my favorite Crash Bandicoot, so I'm ready. I think it was a little bit of a mistake to spend any time on Skylanders because nobody, eight years old, watches these conferences. But whatever, Crash Bandicoot. Like, people were, were pretty bummed when you say, there's a remaster, and also it's in Skylanders. Let's watch some gameplay footage of the Skylanders! So yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> you fundamentally misunderstood what your audience wants here. <laughs> like, I have to assume you only did that because you don't have any footage of the remakes because they just got confirmed.
0: Yeah, I I totally missed the Crash Bandicoot. I, I've mentioned it a couple times before. If I could go back in time, I would tell myself to not ignore the PlayStation. I, I was definitely um by proxy you know playing playing games with neighbor matt what's up neighbor matt um we did not pay any attention to playstation at all we kind of i remember thinking it was kind of silly with the triangles and the squares and the circle like oh, what is that like i know i just i just <laughs> did not i just did not take this thing seriously at all and it was also i'm very spiteful person all the the hype about final fantasy VII, i'm like Pff, whatever that looks dumb i think that looks <laughs> totally amazing i would definitely want to go back in time and and pay attention to all of that stuff as it was coming out uh but the other thing people who know me know that uh we weren't allowed to have consoles in the house back then so i was doing a lot of my stuff on on pc and then over at neighbor matt's house so i missed crash bandicoot altogether, and i love that we're starting to get a lot of these remasters back this is a perfect way for me to experience a game because other than that i really only played crash on ds which was awful and that's kind of like my whole experience with crash i'm not totally excited about it but i uh I, I'm willing to kind of give this rebuild definitely a chance. I can't wait to see how they do this. I want to get a date from them. But in response to Kaylee, I was excited about the Skylanders thing, and I know
1: <laughs> I know my wife. Of course wife. you were, Sean. Of
3: course you
0: were. I, I need to post a picture of the number of Skylanders that we have in this house. They're like full like we have Tupperware crates full and shelves full, <laughs> like shelves that are actually in a bedroom for people's clothing are full of Skylanders from the last couple of years. So, um, I, I liked what they did with Nintendo last year. And I I think that it's going to be even a bigger hit this year with crash. So, uh, Seamus, what are, what are your thoughts on the, on the crash bandicoot stuff?
2: I I agree with you a lot with uh, regards for having these remasters for people such as yourself that didn't get to play them back in the day and is now jumping on the PlayStation bandwagon and getting on PlayStation 4. And uh, we see a lot of people complaining about um, remasters and it's worthy to definitely talk about. But honestly, I I think it's fine. I think it's good that people have the opportunity rather than having to go back and, and buy a PlayStation 3, they have the opportunity to get these remasters. Personally... When it first happened, I was like, oh, that's that's really cool. I got a big excited. But then after conference, I, fall back, I was like, I I played a lot of Crash back in the day. And I, <laughs> I played them again when they came out as PlayStation Classics on the PSN store on PS3. And if Crash 1 is still as hard in this remaster as it is originally like a lot of people are going to start playing this and they're going to get about 20 minutes and be like nah I cannot do this nice because <laughs> it is brutal it is a very brutal game the original Crash Bandicoot so I'm excited for other people personally uh, I'll probably end up buying it just because I'm a, I'm a Playstation fanboy and that's just who I am and I love the series but I'm not, I'm not super excited it's definitely not at the top of my list Kaylee are you pre-ordering
0: like whenever this thing is coming out like when do you think this is we're going to see this
1: Well, I have too many questions. One, I'm not a pre-orderer by nature unless there's some super dope incentives. Um, But in terms of just purchasing quickly and not when it's on sale 10 years from now, um, they say one, two, and three. Is this going to be a bundle of all three games? Mm -hmm. Are we going to be doing each one individually? Because if it's each one individually, I'm just going to buy three. Um, Because again, I own all of these games and have a functioning PS2 about 100 feet from me. Like I don't really need i'm only playing them prettier like that's the incentive for me i can play these whenever i want
2: the trophies
1: Um, and trophies
2: the trophies platinums. Mm, do you think there's platinum platinum for each one there better be definitely
0: (laughs) yeah and it's going to be shaped like crash bandicoot's head (laughs) i think that would be great okay well that's i think that's all we can really say about crash bandicoot uh turning a corner what do we have next Seamus?
2: Um, up next, they had a gameplay, a bit of gameplay for Lego Star Wars. Finally, yeah, I'm I'm good with just saying I'm excited for it. Kaylee, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, I have Lego Batman three. I like to play that when I'm just like I just want to smash everything. Um, so I don't know if I'm gonna get this one because I don't I don't own any other Lego games. Um, but I mean, if it's if it catches a good deal, I'll be excited to pick it up. Yeah. So I haven't totally decided yet if I need it. I mean, I, if I need a multiplayer game on a you know, on a pinch, it's definitely a go-to.
0: Does it seem well, late the, to you, Seamus? Does it seem late for this game to come out?
2: Um, Like, a little, yeah. But, it, like, obviously it would have been great if this came out at the exact same time. Star Wars hmm. Force Awakens came out last year. But, obviously, they're trying to do these properties a lot more justice and... Obviously, the developers behind this with the LEGO Star Wars games is like, hey, this is something really special. We want to make a really, really good job out of this. And so it would have been better, like I said, to come out at the same time, but I'm, I'm happy that it's coming out. And I think there's just that much Star Wars hype still that people are just like, yep, I'll pick this up. And it looks good. It looks really funny. It looks really silly. And there's actually a demo out for it on PS4 right now. So you can go give it a shot. And it's coming out in two weeks. So it's not too far off now.
0: Yeah, totally crazy that it's coming out that soon. Um, I'm kind of with Kayla. I'll, I'll wait for a sale. So, so we'll see. Yeah. But I, I think the most, like, probably the most important thing out of this, and, and it really is just with, with Sony, just swinging that big old Star Wars dick out the whole time. Just like, <laughs> we got Star Wars. This is our thing. They showed it off better than EA did at their own conference. So that's really the, the most notable thing that I could probably say about uh, The Force Awakens Lego. What is next?
2: What is next? So, the next one is part of Steve's predictions, was it? Yep. Yep. Weird shit. And boy, <laughs> did we get weird, weird shit. shit. Hideo Kojima announcing death stranding, not standing, stranding, really hard and, featuring, and featuring Norman yeah, Reedus. Yeah, that's,
1: that's, that's,
3: yeah.
1: Now, to be fair, I guess that um, the term for whales that self beach, and animals that self beach like that, is called, like, Cretacean stranding, and so uh, it looks like it's supposed to be a play off of that, but I just don't How know, like do
2: you know that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <As> Sean, <laughs> so, I think you know, all the beach animals and the, you know, the crabs and shit uh, make it seem like that's the connection he's making, but to me, it just sounds like somebody saying, like, it sounds like Hideo Kojima trying to say death standing in his head. <laughs> <laughs> And I know that's really bad, but I'm just being Pretty conscious bad. right now. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm like death stranding. Sean is
2: <laughs> currently <laughs> dying. <laughs>
1: like I just kept saying it over death stranding, death stranding, death stranding. What?
2: That yeah. is the funniest
0: thing I've ever. killed I adore <laughs> you. Oh my god, that's <laughs> so funny. Ah, oh. so we get to see Norman Rita's CGI's butt. And he's kind of yeah. weird. He's connected. Angel. Yeah, you're really good. Really nice. Yeah. Good for him. He's been. He's doing. He's a squad guy.
1: Oh, this was he's so exciting for me. Yes, because I'm like, and then I, again, I'm trying to tell my mom how amazing I am about knowing Hideo Kojima is going to be there. And I'm like, and then he announced his new new game, and I was like, wait a minute, Norman Reedus is in it. And she's like, okay. I'm like Daryl from The Walking Dead, and then my mom freaks the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Daryl's in a video game. I like me some Daryl. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now she understands Hideo Kojima is awesome.
0: <laughs> really good reveal. No, Very strange. We still don't really understand. Like based on what we see here, what this game is. I guess he's uh, Hideo Kojima has come out and said if you if you like Uncharted, and I can't remember what the other one. Did he say the Division too? Yes, he did. Yeah. So I, somewhere there, I'm guessing third person. It's just
2: going to be so weird. I can't wait to see. Naked Norman Freeders, Babies, and Dead Whales on the Beach fit into The Division on Uncharted? I don't know, but I'm interested Sully'll to find it. out. Well, it's
3: like
1: <laughs> so, Uncharted gameplay <laughs> meets The Division's post-apocalypse midst, midst, wow, meets Hideo Kojima's LSD.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, that. This is what that dystopian future needed is just a weird Japanese mix-up. It's just like, what is next? It's kind of like the Akira of... Of post-apocalyptic games that we've played before, I can't wait to, to learn more. But now, as um, kind of
1: people are also saying with now that we see Norman Reedus as he looks, you know, rendered as a video game character, people are comparing him to the image of the Kojima, Kojima Productions logo um, screenshot they yeah, did. Yeah, those are his eyes. And everyone's like, those are Norman Reedus's mm-hmm. eyeballs. So we have a you know, it's being speculated now that that Death Stranding is going to include these futuristic spartan armor at some point as well which just why the fuck
3: not
0: totally Seamus thoughts or do you want to move on to what's next (laughs) yeah really like what else can you really say this guy's just i don't don't
2: think i don't think we can really say much (laughs) (laughs) like i last night on my show i still have like explained the trailer step by step of everything that happened and just listening to myself i was like what what was that? I, I don't even know. And we're not going to see this at the earliest holidays, 2018, probably 2019. So it's a very long way off. It's just Kojima just being like, yeah, baby, I'm back. And I got Norman Friedis. so this shit is going to be great. Just just wait for it.
0: <laughs> so do you? I, th- I think I just want to ask one more question of you guys before we move on. Do you think that this was a good move by Sony or was this one of those like this is too early Or is it just a special exception to, like, this thing isn't even close to being ready, but this is such a big deal. We need to announce something. Kaylee, we'll start with you.
1: Oh, it's definitely a, hey, remember how we, you know, rescued Hideo Kojima when Konami kicked his ass to the side and was super mean and the whatnot. And it's just like, yeah, he's here. And now he's on fucking stage. Remember when he wasn't allowed to be on stage or accept (laughs) awards or, yeah, no we we'll be the, and it was so important in this conference more so than any other E3 because every other E3 there's a bunch of developers on that stage you know there's you know twenty people you'll see during the conference this conference specifically had two people and Hideo Kojima
3: so yeah it
1: really had the fact that they gave that developer and that studio the only slot for the studio to come out and talk about the game when every other game got you know Sean or Andrew. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just hammered home that, like, yeah, we under. You know, it's, just, it's just a PR move. It, it's just such easy PR. Treat that employee well, and be like, look at how crazy we're letting him be. We don't even give a fuck.
3: That's a Venus. <laughs> <Like, laughs> Good God,
1: that just stood out so much to me. It's just it's just easy PR. To be totally. Like, hey, look, we're not monsters, and people just lap it up. So, like, if it was anybody else, people would be like, okay, this is not coming out for a while, you know, that kind of FF7 remake type thing. Mm-hmm. But, um, for this one, it's just, it's all PR. It, it's all cheers and applause. And,
0: yeah. Totally. Seamus, any other thoughts, or do you want to move on?
2: Um, I agree with most of what Kelly said. It was, it was very much a big PR move. It's very yeah. much, it's very, very relevant right now, even about six months, or a couple months after the awards. And it's just good PR. It's good sh- showing the air, uh, creating and continuing that image of like Sony being for the developers and giving developers time and money and space to be as creative as possible and create the best experiences on the Sony platform. So it, like what, this is something that's going to go on for years and years still. And it's not going to come out for a very long time, but it is just continuing to, build that image for sony
0: it's amazing because like you said this game is not going to come out for so many years but somehow this is going to translate into sales all the way from today until that game does release like this does translate into units moved and i just it's incredible that is true pr at its best so that that's it for this what's what did we have next
2: um up next we're starting starting to get right towards the end now um Actually, we've only got really one major These thing These have to talk all been about, huge, cause...
0: by the way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> but um, there's two things left. But go- uh, days Gone, we already talked about the gameplay at the end. So this is sort of the last major thing that we haven't talked about. Uh, and this is one of my predictions as well. New Spider-Man game coming from Insomniac Games exclusive to PlayStation 4.
0: Holy crap, what a great reveal. Again, <laughs> I don't even know what the title of this game is. I don't know when it is coming out. So in the moment, my reaction was, this looks great. Of course, Sony's got another game that I don't even know anything about. I feel <laughs> weird about being so excited about this. Kaylee, what are you thinking as, as Spider-Man is swinging through with a giant white logo on his chest?
1: Well, um, you know, I say some volatile things.
0: Oh. This one's,
1: this, this one's going to get you some tweets, Jonathan Capri.
0: <laughs> um, Kaylee, Planet you're the, the quirk of art on Twitter.
1: Yeah, no, everybody at Sean Capri. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, uh, Charlie, Alpha, Pilot, Rodeo, Radio. Good one. India.
0: Okay, what's <laughs> wrong What's wrong with Spider-Man? Let's hear it.
1: Um, The problem with Spider-Man is that individual Spider-Man stories are good, but Spider-Man's whole thing is the... Puberty is the transition from a boy to a man, is that quintessential innocence and awkwardness and learning. Because of that, and it's inherent to the design of the character, it's not Spider Man's fault, it's anything like this. Because he is the growing up story and the coming of age story, he can never come of age. Like, it's been 70 (laughs) years of Spider Man (laughs) learning the lesson of the day. Like, this man was married (laughs) and is still like, golly gee, Mary Jane, like, because he has, it constantly has to be that I didn't know this so I can learn this, because that's his character. He's perpetually 17. And I don't know if you know this, but 17-year-olds are annoying as shit. <laughs> so, like, in an individual story, he's awesome because he can save the day and he has that strong interaction with teenagers and young adults, and he's very relatable, and, you know, it's beautiful seeing that nerd become a hero. But after... T- 30 years of it, you're like, dude, you can go look at the fucking back page of the Denny's menu because you're a team <laughs>
3: now. Like, that, that's
1: Spider Man. So, I have no interest in a Spider Man game. And because I'm just an asshole. Everyone <laughs> has been so it's like, oh my, I hope Sucker Punch makes a Spider Man game. This would be the best game. Oh my god, this would be so cool. I've always been like, fuck you. Sucker Punch isn't making your game. Fuck you. You don't get happiness.
0: <laughs> well, that's the interesting part about this, too. Oh. I'm just going to stop your tirade here. Uh, that's, we get it. You uh, <laughs> asked. You <Who> asked. <laughs> no, that's true. I did ask. Um, it isn't It isn't Sucker Punch doing this. The guys who did the infamous game are not yeah, working no, on the Spider-Man it, game. It is um, Insomniac. Insomniac
1: doing it, which I think is just because people wanted Sucker Punch because they were like, oh, you can see that they'd be good at that movement thing um, because of games like Sunset Overdrive and stuff. And I think that Insomniac. I don't know about you guys, but I think in the infamous games, motion is something they do very well as well. So I think the reason people wanted Sucker Punch to do it is the reason why Insomniac will also be very good at it. Because they're also good at that feeling of swinging through a city.
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people forget that that they because they generally do PlayStation-only games, uh, a lot of people have forgotten that they did Sunset Overdrive. Which was a launch window-ish title for Xbox One, and that's definitely like the same sort of like flinging around and just being crazy all over an open world kind of city. I'm really looking forward. I was very, I didn't even notice that it was Insomniac because I was just so blown away with what we saw. Seamus, let's let's nerd out a little bit here. I think you were excited about it as well.
2: Yeah, I I, I was pretty excited. excited for, I'm a, I'm a big Sp- Spider-Man uh, fan. There hasn't been too many good games not for a very long time at least so i'm i'm really excited to see a really uh good spiderman game come from a great developer in insomniac games like they insomniac don't really make bad games <clears throat> um fuse um but besides that they, <laughs> <laughs> it's not as brutal as kaylee let's let's be honest <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but they, they generally make really really good games like sunset overdrive was fantastic i had a lot of fun with it um The story didn't really get me through to the end with Sunset Overdrive, but I think with something like Spider-Man, it's a lot easier to write for, and there's already all these villains there and characters. So I think it'll be uh, the story will pull me along a bit easier, better with this. And the sort of I wasn't too sure of how much of what we saw was really gameplay; it was much more of a cinematic trailer, and it looked really cool. It looked like a lot of fun, very colourful and vibrant. And the thing is, Kaylee, that this Spider-Man is meant to be more of a seasoned (laughs) Spider-Man. He's uh-huh. a bit more of an experience. He Take ain't that. no teenager anymore. And he, Spidey signal is rip a ripoff
1: of the bad signal. It's a lame ripoff. <laughs> <and> it's obvious.
2: <laughs> and it makes no sense. And I was... I, I'm only taking positives away from this because although I would really like to see Sucker Punch do this because they've worked on superhero games before with the Infamous series. Like, they created their own sort of hero universe, which was really, really good. Second some. Uh, Gameplay-wise and graphically, fantastic. Story mm-hmm. really, really disappointing for me. Infamous One and Two were just fantastic in so many ways, and some of my favorite games on the PlayStation 3 System. But this, it makes me happy that they're not working on, because then that means Sucker Punch and working on something else. And whether it's another Infamous game, which I hope so, because I don't want Second Son to be sort of the end of that. I want to go out on the be of a higher note, and I think they can do a lot more with the Infamous universe. But regardless, if they're working on a new IP, like I'll be there, Sucker Punch. Like I'll be there
0: i'm in this exactly the same as you uh, i wish we got more than just a hashtag from this i, I like we don't even know if this is spectacular amazing spider-man or what it is so that's my only knock against it but i'm the same as you like i think that sony is really doing a nice job of working with its developers to make sure they're getting the most out of everybody and this is such an amazing fit um it's not the no-brainer that we all thought it would be but it's actually i think Putting Sony in a much better situation because now we'll have two great games, and especially the timing of this announcement for me, Civil War was made as good as it was because of the short time that we did have with Spider-Man. So I'm at like a am at like a high with my Spider-Man hype. Then we get this trailer, and I just want it now. But I don't even know when it's coming out, and I don't know what it's called. So that's kind of where well, I'm at with Spider-Man. Just
1: called Spider-Man. Well, they like they, the they hashtag with Spider-Man 60, uh, PS4 and the 64 PS four sixty four nice spider dash man for being specific looked like the title but i mean obviously that could completely change
0: it probably will be but yeah it wasn't quite as clear like it just seemed like go talk about this so (laughs) here's here's a hashtag so we can track it later
1: and now we're doing that thanks giving them what they want
0: yeah so i don't i don't know i haven't looked into it since then but it really doesn't matter i will be i'm curious to see and learn more about that and uh, with that, that's really it. We got that that last that last gameplay trailer that we kind of talked about. So we'll just go around one more time. Um, Seamus overall, maybe even like on a five star system. What do what are you giving? Uh, what are you giving Sony for their for their conference?
2: Well, it, like I said uh, previously, it's it was a very different type of conference. We saw actually across all the conferences, they're all very different. Like EA didn't really need to be there. Ubisoft was more um, natural, drawn out to one. Microsoft was probably the most solid and that divide between developers coming out and having talking and gameplay and sort of a mix of all that. Um, and then Sony was sort of just the games, just trailers, just gameplay, just straight to the point. There's not many times where people were actually coming out on stage and talking, like barely just one or or two times, only three or four different people. So it was a very different type of conference from what we see from Sony, but I really enjoyed it. Um, I was a bit disappointed that they're continuing the trend of that, oh, here's all these awesome games, they'll be coming out at some point, they're in development. But like we talked about, it's a really good PR move and it's a really good way, regardless of the fact that these games aren't going to be coming out for years, they're going to shift units before we even see... Anywhere close to release date for it, and that's that's incredible. It's really really good PR. Um, out of five stars with Spider Man as a cherry on top, and seeing a bit more Horizon Zero doing gameplay, which was also really good by the way. That was that was fantastic. Probably four point five out of five.
1: Oh wow! Wow, I thought you were gonna go lower with the me too. Yeah,
0: Kaylee, what about you? Overall thoughts and a score.
1: Well, my favorite thing about the sony concert is the fact that i hate those announcements that's stopping whenever somebody gets on stage i just have this moment where i've resigned myself to be bored for the next five minutes they they could be talking about something legitimately cool i'm i'm obnoxious shut up just keep showing me games until my eyeballs fall out like that's all i want so this conference for me was perfect (laughs) like i kept like having that moment where someone would come on stage and i'd be like oh And now they're going to talk about their mission and their dedication to gamers. (laughs) and You know, thanks for being awesome, and we love you. And I'm like, I don't care. Stop, like, (laughs) gargling your balls.
3: Oh, God.
1: (laughs) That's how I feel sometimes where it's just like, yes, 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 I know. You know, we love you gamers, and our dedication to gamers is what has made us do this. And that's why this game that we just showed you 10 minutes of, we're going to dissect those 10 minutes in front of you. And I'm like, ugh. I don't fucking care I can't stress enough how much I don't care about the behind the scenes I don't care Mm -hmm. I don't care I don't care about any of it so I was really 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 excited by this press conference I mean it was amazing um I feel like to be totally honest the actual games themselves did not have the holy shit that that last year's did yeah last year's had severe moments of drawn out lag like just talking and talking So I would rate this the same as I rated the last conference, and I'd give it a four point
0: five. Very. I'm going to come in a little shorter than you you guys. Yeah, I know. Well, the thing is, like this is this is the weird part because any like we've all been talking about how excited we are about all of these things, and I've been very um, encouraged by a lot of what we saw here. But I really, when I look at Microsoft's. Um, conference, I start to look at like how much money am I out after this show? Like, cause I spent the first like five <laughs> announcements going like, gonna buy it, gonna buy it, gonna buy it. Those <laughs> those controllers I wanted, like the elite controller for the the Gears of War thing, I wanted. Like all these things that I'm like, if I could write a check and just like post date them, that's what I would like. Cause I'm old and that's how <laughs> pay for things. Um, <laughs> like I was just like, yes, I'm in on all of these things, and even the the fact that they had the Final Fantasy thing over there, I thought was kind of a a neat move. I I really like what they're doing with Xbox, but I think to your guys' point too is with PlayStation has done all of the work in terms of the system itself, where where Xbox has had to spend the last kind of two years reinventing the hardware and reinventing the experience over there and and kind of inviting people back in, reminding them why the 360 was such a great place to play. Meanwhile, Sony has done that from day one and has now been able to just focus on games. So with all that said, I really have to dock Sony because my biggest complaint about last year and it continues on this year is I don't know when a lot of these games are coming out. I don't trust most of the release dates. Um, it just seems like I just remember like a kid on the playground who just like kind of make all these promises and talk about all this stuff. He was just like, it's just a liar. He's just like, you're lying <laughs> to me. Just stop lying. And not that I'm calling Sony a liar, but like they just get, they get a lot of hype for a lot of things. And, and I, I've, feel like i'm being, i'm preparing myself to be disappointed or just getting in for a long wait for a lot of these games so while they had they talked about all the right things all the games that they talked about are a big deal i can't go quite as high as a 4.5 like i would probably say probably a four that's really being generous i'm, I'm sort of like at a 3.5 kind of four Wow. really strong but I want to see them start to talk about like how can I spend my money how can I give Sony my money right now instead of that that kind of piece that I talked about before of somehow translating sales that happen now for the promise of games that are coming out in a very very long time so I just kind of have a different view on it all at the same time as being very excited about all this stuff so that is me let's close things off guys this has been just a ton of fun I'm so grateful that you guys were here with me and with each other and everybody listening Seamus let's start with you how can people tell you on the internet how glad they were to
2: have you on the show (laughs) well they can find me at uh, on twitter at Seamus Mullins S-E-A-M-U-S-M-U-L-L-I-N-S you can find me on PSN uh, Xbox Live and Steam or we'll all with Mully2468 a all together. Um,
0: I, I think that's the best ways. Yeah, nice. Yeah, they can definitely give you some great feedback because you had nothing but great things to say the whole time. Where can Kaylee? Where can people send their hate mail to you?
3: Canadian. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, you can
1: send all of my hate mail to at. Sean Capri <laughs> uh, my PSN name if you'd like to send me harassing things and get in parties with me just to suck is Awesome Schlong. Again, my PSN name is Awesome Schlong. I hope
0: you you're enjoying like this. Mention, <laughs> um, I am also, you-,
1: <laughs> you can follow me at Perk of Art, which does have X's instead of spaces, I'll spell it for you. Q I R C K X O F X A R T. I got kind of nervous in the middle there that I didn't know how to spell quirk, but it's okay. I probably spelled it wrong.
0: You don't have a... Do you have a U in there?
1: Do I? It's the word quirk. Q-U-I R-K.
0: I think you I said Q-I.
1: Q-I. See, look at that.
0: I don't know. Something can spell. We're gonna have to rewind the tape.
1: This is why I don't PT game. You have to like speak to your friends? Fuck that.
0: Some, so, somebody who has like QIR yeah. is going to get like all this hate Spider-Man right. stuff. Not like whoever name. has the other <laughs> name. <Yeah. laughs> what? What did I do? If I'm
1: illiterate, it's intentional.
0: <laughs> oh man well this has been just so much fun guys it made my entire day thank you so much and thank you everybody for listening um, if you like this stay or stick around we're going to be back tomorrow which is Friday for a one on one chat with Bobby the Nintendo Guru Pauls we're going to have a chat about Nintendo and all the other third party we're going to have kind of like a catch all episode and revisit his predictions that we did about a month ago for our next episode to end our E3 extravaganza otherwise this is episode 30 something it's now in your ears i hope you're going to join us next tomorrow i was gonna say next week good lord let's end this now it's time for jason jason jason
2: jason jason Sean. 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean!
3: Sean! Sean!
2: Sean! Sean! Jason! 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 Chase!
3: Jason!